This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Steven, and I play Ulrich Orman, a gnome ranger, hexblade warlock, and chief arrow of the Warden Scout in Nui Satanas. And this is Advantage. Horizonal fog clings low to the water, which appears an open expanse in front of you. The water is smoother here, but not quite glassy. You look down at the richness of the blue ocean. This is the darkest deep, a rip in the cusp between the continents Altair and Kolgafir that stretches down, 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 infinitely down to the realm of elemental water in the plain below. Rigan, aloft in the crow's nest, calls out, Captain, the armada is spread out. Their tailing ships aren't all into the ocean. Attacking now will make them retreat or will sink them before they're in the darkest deep. The captain looks at you. All right, our first option is that we can stay here and fight and hold our own long enough for the other ships to catch up. We can turn it around on them and reverse board to become the aggressors. Our second option is that we run as long as we can out into the open ocean and draw them out. That will keep them as the aggressors, though, and it won't let us gain the advantage on them. However, we can at least draw their whole fleet out into the sea. This is probably the most dangerous option for the Arzire. The last option is that we can signal the dragons now and sink the fleet where it is. Some will fall into the elemental chaos, and some will be sunk at the bottom of the shattered coast. You mentioned once not knowing how the Warforged would react to water or if they could manage to survive it out long enough to be recovered. I don't know. I seek your counsel. What's your recommendation? Alaris, you're the idea guy. <laughs> With option one, are we is like full success still possible? As in like sinking the whole fleet? Aye, because the whole fleet would still be coming this way. All right, I can narrow it down. We're doing one or two. I feel like we should keep sailing. Yeah, that's option two. Aye. But he said it was the most dangerous one. It would be the most dangerous for the Arzire. Alaris, you have yet to weigh in? The middle option is the most dangerous for us, obviously, but is the most likely to succeed because we would be drawing them all out into open ocean in the darkest deep. You'd be doing that with the first one, too. And the first one involves us well, what's the difference between the first one and the second one sorry we we basically start fighting and uh, and kill time to let everybody else catch up right. or we keep trying to run uh and let everybody catch up but then like we don't have any time to prepare ourselves for anything else so right. well then yeah let's the... just do option one <sighs> nothing wrong with a little rough and tumble <laughs> i heard two votes for the run and one vote for staying. I'm with Alaris, I think, on this one. It's a tie vote, and because of that, I'm voting to save my ship. So here we stand. We're fighting! Alright! I Captain! I Captain! Sounds good. He calls the crew to clue up the sails and douse all fabric on the wind. The ship begins to coast on its own. He's going to bring the ship broadside starboard to face the oncoming enemies uh, armada and you look out and you see let me reiterate a hundred ships in an expanse all trailing far back into the shattered coast you know that you're gonna have to keep fighting and keep fighting and keep fighting long enough for the last of that fleet to be drawn out of the shattered coast and into the darkest deep before you shoot your signal flare. Yep. (laughs) 
This is a time game. We're playing numbers now, huh? Man, this is so dangerous. How far, how long can you stay alive? I'm gonna fight as unfairly as I can manage. So here are our options. We need to prepare ourselves. The three sockets that are swiveled on the port side, we're gonna bring them over. We're gonna assign three people to hold them facing starboard. Then we need to find a whole lot of stuff that we could load into the ballista. Anything long and slender. Heck, your arrows might just do the trick. Cool. Though, against soft targets rather than, you know, hard targets, Auric. But I also think, um, as they get closer, we should sink the closest ship with the ballista, be or, like, do as much damage to it as we can, uh, because this is a time game, so it doesn't do us any good to save the shot, and it will, every second purchased is another second toward success. Grimton, give me a history check. Does it involve stonework? No. <laughs> well, indirectly, it involves mining. That has stones. Because I get double proficiency to history checks concerning stonework. <sighs> I don't... Let's see how single proficiency is. <laughs> let's, see, let's see how regular proficiency works. Ten. It relates to stonework. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about stonework in your own little world, you recall that in your bag of holding, you still have some mining charges oh. that could be attached to a ballista shot. Hey, Ulrich. Yeah? Are you going to be taking the last ballista shot? Sure am. We should strap a mining charge to it. Now you're talking! I mean, I'm not... There's no reason for me to save them. We can strap all the mining charges to it. Yeah, can we Can we lob any of them? Do Do they have fuse? Do, you, do they have fuses? Yes. How many precisely, with like an exact number, do you have, Grimton? Roll a d10. D10? Yeah, buddy, it's a beep finale. <laughs> uh, just four. Let's put two on the ballista. Strap them up! Let's blow up this ship. What kind of ships do they have? Picture a Viking longship. There's a hundred ships, you said. Yeah, one at a time. Okay, like... One, zero, zero. Uh-huh. Each with an estimated how many? Sixty. Fifty. Fifty people. Are you backing out now, Lars? You voted for this plan. Yes. I need you to approach it with some conviction. No, I'm convicted. Get ready. I already know you're pretty good with a fireball. If ever there was a time for flaming murder, it is this time, Alaris. The first ship is coming, and lo and behold, this one is the flagship. I've already described this as uh, the largest of warships, painted black, and is currently running a red flag of attack and also a deep purple pennant flag with a skullless skeleton. Um, on the, the front of the ship, the figurehead is a very scary looking carved wooden dragon with lots of detail, pointy pointy teeth, angry looking, big flared nostrils. Like, it's meant to be scary, and it is. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the array of shields mounted along the gunnels of the boat. They're all uniform. Like, they all have, like, the same sigil on the outside, but they've also all been personalized to be scary. Like, you know, be it with paint meant to look like blood or whatever, you know. The sigil on each of them is the same headless skeleton. Tell me something about the Warforged that you see. They are incredibly, as you might expect, in sync. The oars are dipping and breaking the water at the same time and rising all together, mm -hmm. definitely maximizing all their momentum. But they are, other than that, not showing much emotion, all the Warforged. They are, they're doing their job. They're staying out of each other's way to be the most efficient they can be. Truly a mechanized army. Yeah. Anybody that's moving about, barking orders, or uh, in any way deviating from their task seems to be an orc, not the Warforged, though. I feel like, to add in to that, like, the, the incredibly precise 
rhythm with which they do everything is like scary because it's like yeah you know like oarsmen typically kind of have a bit of a rhythm going but there is there is a science to it it is it is frighteningly precisely rhythmic and in sync and i feel like like you get a large enough group of people doing literally anything even if it's stupid and it's it's intimidating and i feel like this is not stupid and therefore it is extra intimidating Olaris, mm-hmm. on the flagship, you see the Orcish Admiral. Okay. Describe them. Are, are they standing first? Are they standing at the tiller and the rear? Or are they driving command from the front with their hand around the draconic figurehead? Oh, definitely in the front. They're itching to get into the action. They're like, as soon as we get close enough, I'm on that ship. I imagine they have a really cool hat. It's probably about as fancy as orc armor gets. It, it is clearly orcish in design, right? Yes. It's gotta be. Gotta be. Is it a helm or is it... Like a like a viking helm. Are we talking horns out the side? Yeah, definitely horns. Yeah, 100% um, horns. You gotta give this bad boy plumage. Yeah. Yeah, some plumage, sure, yeah, yeah. In a moment of close combat, is this helmet dangerous enough to be a weapon? Like Absolutely. A, like, like Obviously, a, like yeah. A bl- not yeah. like a blunt force weapon, but like a pointy like weapon. Like a stabby stab. Both? Okay, okay. If you have proficiency with it, yes. Sure. Otherwise, Profi- it's just Profi- Proficiency with hats? Pointy hat. The Kolgafirian longships at the front are pulling in close within range. Are you ready to fire? I am ready to fire! Yes. yes. You can wait as long as you want with the shot. You tell us when. I would like to roll some kind of check to see how I feel about it. Like, <laughs> or if you can just tell me, like, does this look like a good shot? Or do I feel like I'm, I'm really going to be trying to be hard here for this one? From a half mile, from a quarter mile out. You can hit the dang thing. I got this. It'll be easy. So I'm going to be aiming, obviously, at the ship that is most likely to board us the most quickly. The flagship. I need that nat 20 energy. What am I adding? Just like raw decks? (laughs) Raw decks. You ain't proficient at ballista. That is 21, mother. Mm, I can't use cuss words like that. (laughs) Sorry. That is 21, uh, lads. (laughs) 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 and you're you're aiming at the hull correct i'm aiming where i can do the most damage to the boat and so if that's the hull sure the ballista bolt from a quarter mile off and this is the splody one yes this is splody (laughs) Mm -hmm. your last ballista bolt is fired as the ship is still a quarter mile off but you're confident that it will hit its mark The bolt sails through the air as a meteor and lands squarely at the prow of the ship. The bolt itself, of course, as a siege weapon, would do damage, but this bolt is loaded with a pair of mining charges from the mines of Delve Deep. I'm gonna roll. The ship has HP, by the way. Of course, as every ship does. As every, as every ship does, uh, it can bleed. That ship just got way scarier. <laughs> <laughs> it has flesh and blood. Um, <laughs> I will be rolling with the mining charges. Let's say 8d12. Get I need somebody to keep track of this. 11. Uh, no, I wasn't ready. 11. Okay. 1. 2. 7. 5. 5. 11. 1. 12, 2, 2. 59. This blast impacts the prow, and a massive hull is instantly brought from flame into this ship, and it is swiftly taking on water. Had this been an arrow, it would have done no good up against the wooden hull of the longship, but as a siege weapon, it pierced straight through. The explosion on impact has now taken the prow itself. And because the Admiral is standing right there, he's gonna make a, what kind of save do I wanna make this? Do I wanna make this constitution save or do I wanna make this a dex save? I feel like dex saves seem, Constitution. Oh, okay. Constitution is just to like 
resist the raw force of it versus decks of getting yeah. out of the way. I agree The deck save yeah. versus the con save. I think the con save is him just being so... Like, like badass, yeah, yeah. Just, surviving like, on sheer badass. Yeah, because you can't yeah. dodge a big ass explosion right. in a small space like a ship. Uh, is gonna roll a base sixteen plus con is plus four. A dirty twenty will reduce his damage extremely. Still gonna take. What was the What was the number we got? Fifty nine from fifty nine. Let's cut that in half. So twenty four. No. Twenty nine. Yeah. The figurehead is just barely by splinters hanging on. And as he gets off, the Admiral is forced to get down from hanging on to the figurehead. As he steps off, it falls into the water. The ship is greatly slowed by the amount of drag from the water that it is quickly taking on. That's one down! Two other ships are passing it. These are smaller. Flagship will have to deal with bailing substantially. What is a design that is on the flag of S1? Um, are they all going to be like variations on a theme? All of them are running the same headless skeleton flag, so they can they can all have. The next one is a red sails, and on it is the icon of there's like a sword crossed with like a wiggly serpent. The sword and the serpent are black. Similarly, so I'm imagining, so there's like the flagship, right? And then these are like the next two lads. So they're also going to be like cooler than the rest. This one, though, has also red sails, but it has what are clearly like three sharpened bones. <laughs> like, you know, it's got the little like knob on one side and it's just like a stake on the other. Ooh, and they're cool. in like, imagine taking the two pointy bits of two of them and making an X and then taking the third one and putting it in the middle. So it's like three. So a cool asterisk? Yeah, with three bones, yeah. That's cool. Can I call that a crossbones without getting confused with it's, the it, classic it's Jolly Roger tri, crossbones? A tribone. Yeah, it's like a thicker crossbones. The tribones. Mm, I'll call it the tribone. Ulrich, after that fantastic ballista shot, just in case we all die here, I want you guys to die knowing that all three of my ballista shots were perfect. <laughs> well, two of them were wasted. So. Excuse, they were perfect, Morlinde. Used a whole ballista on a. I took Dava down a that whole Dava that... otherwise, and used this to kill a ship. But you know. took out like three turns, and like <laughs> I got it done in one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> Just saying, perfect shot. All right, so uh, sword and serpent and. Uh, Tribone, each with their own crews and uh, their own captains, not admirals, just captains, are coming up. The orcs on board are bashing swords and axes against their shields in an intimidation tactic. Do you wait to fire? Do you ready actions to fire? Yeah, no, as soon as they get into bow range, I'm gonna just start everything I got. Let's roll initiative. All right, crew's gonna go before anybody. It'll be Grimton, Ulrich, all the orcs will go, then Morlinde and Alaris, and then all the Warforged will go, and then we'll be up at the top with the crew again. First, everybody has decided to prep an action, correct? Yes. How effective do I get the sense this like ray of disintegration would be on the ship itself? <laughs> Just disintegrate a whole ship. It is a force weapon, so there might be some kickback to it. If you push hard enough against some wood, the wood's gonna shatter, you know? <laughs> Something to keep in mind. One pirate crew versus 5,000. We have some cool orcs. magic up our sleeve. Slash Listen, Alaris, I'm getting really tired of your cynicism here. Like, <laughs> I need you to, we're facing imminent death. I need you to be a little more optimistic here. Going to start out with a ship move from the sword and serpents and the, the tribone ships. They each have their own ballistas on their own boats as well. They are each going to try to fire. The sword and serpent just rolled a four, so it's gonna go wide. <laughs> but the tribone just fired an at 20. Are they aiming within 10 feet of me? <laughs> <laughs> They're aiming for probably the center of the ship. If you're in the center of the ship, then yeah. I say flip a coin. <laughs> Roll a d6. All right, evens. Oh. You, you do. You, no, you call it. You call it. It's your fate. Uh, I'll say evens, I'm not. Evens, you're not. I rolled a five. So you're going to take a ballista shot. 
We've seen what they do what that does to soft targets. It's a good thing Grimton's built different, okay? <laughs> Is there a save? Am I making a save? <laughs> no, because it was a nat one. Oh, it's just it's just hitting. Sixteen and then another five. So only only twenty one damage. Could have been worse. That that is a survivable hit for Grimton. Yes, uh, but you do you are gonna have to describe what this looks like and how you survive. This is gonna be epic as hell. A ballista bolt. Catch it. Ah. A siege weapon. I know there's a ballista shot. Very likely headed my way. I mean, I'm just going to. Brace for impact, try to step out of the way like I did it with the fireball, but um, <laughs> the the ballista finds its mark. I'm bracing myself with my shield, and I manage to turn as the ballista is striking me, so it just, I'm going to say, just destroys the shield. So I am <laughs> sans shield, and my left arm, along with being just... Uh, scarred with lightning now it's just like ripped to shreds basically usable but it hurts what a good way to deal with that liability well I'm still cursed though Grimton is still cursed the shield is definitely broken and this shield has been through absolutely hell it was a, it was not in great shape before <laughs> this um, this is like a, is this like breath of the wild when your stuff breaks oh my god it hurts it lands because you're a soft target it did go through you it is going to still do damage to yeah. um, the ship, but it will be reduced. Uh, and I'll minus 12 to the Arzire. The Sword and Serpent is in range for everybody to make a ranged attack. Do you choose to do this? Uh, yeah. I'm going to shoot at somebody important. Okay. Twice. Big hats. Look for the big hats. And we're, this is like a prep action before we like go into initiative or whatever. Exactly. This is, this is all range-based type stuff. The crew is blasting off the, their own cannons. And let's say that everybody has something in their hand. We, we have 10 of them, and even though only six were mounted. While I'm figuring that out, which um, which cannons do you have? I want the disintegrator again. <laughs> I was just gonna hold on to the paralysis until somebody got close enough for it to be more reasonable. I don't wanna paralyze somebody over there. I wanna paralyze somebody right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take death, I guess. Same. Good sentence. I'll take death. I, I think they're more valuable in the crew's hands. <laughs> Moreland Day. Mm -hmm. Disintegration Ray. Your target must succeed on a DC 16 saving throw. They rolled a... It was very close to a 15, but they did end up rolling a 5. Cool. Roll 10d8. Moreland Day. 10d8? You heard. Two. That's... How many other... I got a lot of d8s. That's good. 5-8... Two two, eight six, seven seven, one eight. Fifty four damage from that alone. Two regular bow shots. Fire away. Fire away. Fire away. I hate it. Who sings that? Skrillex and whoever else. To us, Skrillex and whoever else. <laughs> Skrillex and whoever else decides they want. To. Yeah. General call out. What's your bow shot? Bow shot one. It is a Sia song. Titanium. Odyssey, okay. Dirty 20. That will hit. And then I'm just going to roll the second attack. Uh, 16. Uh, armor class is 16, so both will hit. Oh, it's David Geta, not Skrillex. Same, same diff. It's going to be 15 damage. Total? Yeah, not as much as I'd hoped. The first roll was pretty good. First roll was a 7. The second roll was a uh, 2. <laughs> so it just didn't do very good. All right, Grimton, you are... Death. Death. Target must succeed on a DC 16 saving throw. Rolled a 13 plus 1, 14, or take 10d10 necrotic damage. I'm willing to bet, Yessie, <laughs> that this will kill him. Do you, are you willing to bet that it will do at least 24 damage? I'll roll it until I get to 24. How about that? Sure, yeah, let's do that, because I want to see these rolls. So do I. So 6 and 4 is 10 plus 12 plus 12 oh look oh look we got there that was fast <laughs> describe how this death ray finishes off the captain of the sword and serpent Come i'm actually picturing this to be rather innocuous like it's kind of a a green beam that, that has a like smoky trail behind it and when it makes contact there's no 
pomp and circumstance just dies. Falls to the ground. And falls to the deck, he does. The Sword and Serpent is now without Captain, which will do a number for the maneuvering of that ship. The Arzire crew is making general shots at those remaining on the Sword and Serpent. It's headed directly at you, and without a captain, has nobody to command it to stop. Mm. I can create a 60-foot wall of fire that they're going to have to sail through. Nice. In order to get to us. And they can, like, you know, saving throw or whatever for the damage that the, the people on the boat receive. But, like, the, if it's going to sail through a wall of fire, like, good luck. All right, you cast it? Yeah, absolutely. The ship is on fire and is now headed toward the Ars Iron. <laughs> That's not necessarily great, because there's now a flaming ship headed directly for us. Are you familiar with the naval tactic of a fire ship? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally not going to make it that far. Is it not? It's 120 feet out right now. It just sailed through a whole wall of fire, so every single part of the... Everything is on fire. Sounds like something the fates should decide. Yeah. So, like, number one, like... No one can row. Number two, there ain't no sails. It is coming at us at whatever speed it was currently going, potentially slowing down, but it is still heading at us at a rate of speed relative to what it was going before it went through a... It's going to sink before it hits us. It could potentially sink before it hits us. I think it will sink before um, it hits us. Don't be wrong. I think this is still a net gain here, yes. but but yeah, um, I'm glad that you did it. Also, can you imagine just like being one of the crew members on that ship, and you're just like doing your job or whatever, and then it's just like everything is on fire immediately, <laughs> and you're like, well, I should have done literally any other job. There's also a chance, you know, that something could happen, like because there's a guy holding the the rudder at the end, right? That guy could freak out and hit the rudder and turn it the other way. Yeah, that's true. I bet that happened. I I wouldn't go a full 180, but it might go to like 45 degrees or something and miss us. Yeah. Go wide. Because he tries to avoid it. I'm rolling for this. If the boat's like 120 feet away, it's that that ain't nothing to turn a ship. It is on fire, sufficiently on fire, imminently going to sink, but it hits the Arzire. Does not. <laughs> it does not. It hits the Arzar, Sarah. I'm sorry. Oops. Counterspell. I also have Tidal Wave. The Arzar is going to take 2d10 damage. Oh, okay. Uh, that's not that bad. That's fine. You know, from its hit points. That's not bad. Because it has them. <laughs> it has blood. How many hit points does the Arzar have? I'm not telling you that. Can we know that? No. Not until we get to know the ship a little better. <laughs> um, can we at least know when it gets bloodied? Sure. What is the gender of the ship. I must know. She. It's a ship, duh. Of course. I would like to activate Blade Song and cast Fly on myself. As one does. Hell yeah. The captain will call out all sorts of swears, number one, and this is the first time you've you've seen, see like Jim Bringer, any sort of flustered, but you know, a flaming ship crashing into yours will do that to you occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> As lines catch fire on its own boat, is calling for the crew to, to push the other boat away. You see orcs jumping into the water and swimming. You see Warforged jumping into the water and not swimming. Sinking? And you see through the smoke the red-sailed ship, the Tribone, approaching you as well. It is navigating around the flaming hazard in front of it, going toward your bow. The drums on its deck are still playing. It's war songs. Given, I guess, my limited options here, I am going to fire a ray of death at somebody. <laughs> Which body? Uh... I could I could name a particular. Oh, I don't want to know their names. Not if we're going to just destroy them like that. <laughs> Harold. Tanya. Jonathan. I'll go for Harold. I'm going to remember literally every name you tell us for these. So you're aiming for orcs or warforged? Orc, because warforged aren't alive, Joe. What does death do to a warforged? You got a point. Death race. That's why the disintegrator is so much better. Just general rabble? Okay, shoot them up. It was a 16 dex save. I rolled a 19 for the orc. Um, this is an orc with absolutely huge, 
tusks coming out of its jaw. That that like huge tusks, huge tracks of tusks <laughs> um, that like spiral around kind of a, uh, from its jaw. Um, this huge tusked orc will dive out of your way. That orc has huge tusks. <laughs> <laughs> and the death ray will still hit it. Do you see that, Ulrich? Man, look at the tusks on that one. Roll your 10d10. Necrotic damage. Yes, yeah, please. Joe just adamantly trying to ignore us. So that's 17 for the first two. Hit, you hit, you kill it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's because Joe doesn't want to deal with us making tusk jokes it's anymore. Got, it is a challenge rating of uh, a half. You know, you chose a minion to target. Well. Poor Harold. Has hit points of 15, so. Well. <laughs> Old Harold's huge tusk. That's what they called him. Oh, sorry. That orc had huge tusks. Auric, it is your turn. The crew continues to try to put out the fire. What about the other boat? What about the other boat? The, the flaming, flaming boat? One? Or the, 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 the tribone that who Grimton just shot the death ray at? We already killed the captain, right? Of the flaming boat, yes. He, no. I'm going to shoot at the, the, the tribone's captain then. This is the tribone. This this one hasn't been, been dealt with at all really yet. Two normal bow shots. Well, that first one was a crit fail. There we go. 24 to hit. That does. God. I'm just rolling really bad. 10 damage. The shot hits him in, in the side and he gives out a, a, a guttural roar scream and the rest of the crew does the same, the Warforged included, which is strange to hear. I bet that is scary as hell. The sword and serpent orcs are going to be uh, jumping into the water. They're not trying to save the ship at all. They're jumping into the water and are beginning to swim toward the Arzire, which is not at all in your plan. Uh, you were trying to board them first. The orcs on board the Tribone are going to rain a hail of javelins upon ye. I would like each of you to test your AC against uh, 21, please. Does it miss anybody? 21 is tying my AC. Tie goes to the attacker. Now that's going to hit me. I'm squishy, man. Uh, what kind of thing is this? ranged javelin. It's just big enough that's gonna hit everybody? No, th there's a whole crew of orcs that I'm rolling for here. Ah, fair, fair. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and cast shield, which will give me a plus five AC. Nice. Guess I'll just take this one on the chin. Um, yeah. You shield yourself from the javelin and it hits this uh, wall of force and is deflected. Does it hit everybody else? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, Since yeah. Since I am now sans shield, yes. You'll take seven piercing damage Got it. if it hit you. This wall of javelins that is coming down from the sky. Surprisingly, not that much, given that like ten javelins came my way. <laughs> yeah, like I did okay. Like yeah, like this kid. This was. You know the... what? Good, good point. I'm gonna roll. I'm no. gonna roll three more times against <laughs> you. Yes. Damn um, One was a five. That's not gonna hit. The other one was an eleven plus two. No. Thirteen. No. Okay, you, you dodge the rest. You only take whatever damage I said. Uh, I'm going to try and mess up one of the boats. You could finish off the Sword and Serpent and put it out of its misery. It, it will sink at its current rate because nobody's trying to save it. The Tribone, the ship has not been hit at all. Um, I want to mess up the Tribone's boat a little bit with Ice Storm. We're going to get a little hail action. Ah, hail. Going full weather demon here. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, more lending. The weather, weather demon. demon. That's me. Hails rock hard ice in a 20 foot radius. The question is, like, how much damage it's going to do to the boat because everything in rain in the cylinder has to make a dex saving throw. If you tell me boats have dex, I'm, I'm more freaked out. <laughs> That's about true. Than I am <laughs> Does this boat have <laughs> dex? Well, it has a deck. Boo. Uh, it's. <laughs> Miserable. Boats do have decks, actually. <laughs> it's not with a CKS. Thanks for explaining that, Sarah. <laughs> We're better in combat with a little bit of wine. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm half a bottle in, dog. It's going to fail to save. What's the width of this? 40 foot diameter. Damn. Is that the whole boat? Go ahead and roll 10d8, Sarah. Yep, and 12d6. 10d8, 12d6. I... I want all of this math. 
cannot wait to see. This is going to be the best edition ever. I've got a calculator. Oh, thank the spirits. Spirits, Christ. All right. Three, two, seven, four, six, five. Oop, dropped one. Five, eight, six, three. Six, three, four, three. Six, three, six, three. And three, five, three, one. Sarah, I'm not. This is absurd. For these enemy ships, I've given them 100 hit points. Mm hmm. Can you read that number? 99. 99? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so this, this ship's on its last leg. I put a bunch of freaking holes in that ship. It is a holy ship. Rule of cool for an extra point. It's Swiss cheese. Like the whole ship is just obliterated, except two by three square that has effectively become a skim board for like one orc. Um, a, <laughs> a, um, a rose and jack size no. board, just if like, you will. <laughs> and he's like still going like, ah. The whole, the ship is Swiss cheese, like cartoon ship battles where it's just like holes straight through and the water is coming up and they're trying to bilge pump it. And obviously it's not going to be effective from the cloud because ice storm does call a cloud one more piece of ice like kind of spits out of it just like and like does it in and like that kills the last little piece and then it breaks in half the straw that broke the camel's back it shatters the the ship yeah, yeah. i'm gonna imagine that is like <laughs> like yeah just like that's it. Is, oh that's so funny <laughs> that's it only 97 more to go, guys! We haven't been boarded yet! Alaris, you notice that here comes another ship. Tell me about the markings on this one. Uh, purple, um, it just has a giant head of an orc. Ooh, like tusks out everything. Yeah. Love it. You know, some average size. Yeah, just average size. You know, they're very large. They're actually, it was designed after Harold. This is Harold's ship. All right, how close is this ship? Like uh, 120 feet out. It's pretty imminent. Y'all aren't paying attention to it. You were dealing with your other stuff. The sword and serpent ship is on fire and about to, to shatter and sink to uh, the briny deep. Yeah. Two ships technically in play. Is it okay? Could Harold's ship be closer than 120 feet? Sure. It's now 119. Now it's 118. 116. <laughs> 116. How far are you waiting? Um, until it gets to be uh 90 feet or so away. Um, maybe a little less than that. Oh look, there it is. 89 feet. And I would like to ask if I can do something that's going to be really cool. Yes. Even if it doesn't quite work within the rules. Oh yeah, definitely. Sweet. We're having fun here. Finale, bitch. <laughs> So, I am going to fly over to the Herald. Forgot he was flying. Oh, I forgot that you could fly. <laughs> why, well, why am I even giving you it? You just go there. So you have the wind beneath your wings. I would like to steel wind strike the ship in five different unique places. Oh, interesting. For a total of 30d10 worth of damage. Wow. <laughs> Spirits, Christ, Zach. I also, like, I'm definitely imagining this like a like a Naruto antagonist, like, hitting pressure points and they just, yes, like, fall in. exactly like that. Which will deal um, 189 damage to the ship. Wow! Yeah, describe how this, how you think... The, the Herald ship. Damn. The crew of the Arzire sees Alaris fly towards the Herald ship, and I assume at first they are a little alarmed. As Alaris flies low, suddenly he draws his sword and then disappears for a second. You see Alaris then reappear, and right after that you hear the loudest cacophony of wood and splinters as the ship just crumbles. From your lofted spot up there describe three more ships that you see coming up um we can we can all pitch into this mm -hmm. but alaris see these i i like the idea of there being a yellow one with like a gear Ooh, with a gear interesting yeah that one has more warforged than yeah. than orcs let the warforged design the flag yeah <laughs> 
there's at least like six others exactly like yeah. it. Like yes, somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> like somewhere fleet. else out there. <laughs> Those are all the Warforged design ships. One of them has a side profile of a dragon skull. And the third one is just three distinct like claw marks painted onto the sail. Ooh. Cool. You now have a graveyard of <laughs> three ships surrounding. Hell yeah. It's difficult for them to get close to you. So at this point, their best bet is to turn sideways and just do distance barrages with uh, their javelins and their three ballista. It is a cruise turn, however, the Arzars cruise turn. You see QM, the quartermaster, as she's directing most of the others to bail the ship and, and put out the fire. Nav and Anchor are still working together on the quarter deck with Jim Bringer to control the Arzire itself as much as possible. Nav's wind is pushing away as many ships as possible and is doing his best to uh, use the wind to push out the broken hulls of the, the ships that are still floating. Cookie, the cook, with one missing hand and a katana in the other, she and the halfling Cutlass are doing battle against the orcs that are trying to climb onto the deck of the Arzire. Ark, you're, you see your friend Boggy Pete, as as the pirates know them, but who you know as Hobble Tomling, casting this, this misty fog on the deck of one of the ships far away. Fisher, the catfolk, wearing a uh, this bright yellow waterproof oilskin coat, swinging two giant fish hooks around, bringing them down across her head at the orcs climbing. Pearl, the merfolk, she is swimming into the water, diving into the water and attacking the orcs from below uh, as Sharp, the feral goblin, is out there with the harpoon, just a single harpoon, loading the harpoon and themselves into the ballista about to launch at one of these ships. And then there's Whaler, the black dragonborn uh, with the trident standing up on the forecastle, throwing the trident and its line down into the water, trying to spear the surviving orcs. The yellow gear ship, the dragon skull, and uh, the Mflamarch all are going to make three ballista attacks at the boat. Grimton, you see these about to happen. I try to find a corner. <laughs> <laughs> With cover, I'll subtract five from these. The first is going to be a four against you, minus five. It will hit the boat. I'll roll damage here in a sec. Um, the other one's a nat 20. Damn. It's going to pierce the hull of the boat from whatever you're crouching behind and enter your own body. We'll roll that damage here in a sec. Um, ouch. Um, um, ouch, indeed. The other one is not going to hit you, but will hit the, the Arzire as well. They're only redirected to me if they're aimed within 10 feet of me, technically. They are aiming at the hull of the boat. Luckily, Grimton, because you're up on top of the deck... You redirecting the ballista up helps keep holes out from the the, the dangerous parts. So good good no on you. No holes in the hole. That ballista shot that will go through you is going to do substantial damage. Give me one sec to find some D12s. I am bloodied, by the way. Why are you saying that now? <laughs> I mean, like, only just. Just a little bloodied. Uh, 29? <laughs> 29 damage as uh, this ballista pierces through. What were you hiding behind? Let's just say like a railing or something. Pierces through the railing and into your... I'll just say like my hip. My bad hip.
Passing through these last sea stacks, ahead of you now is only open water. The horizontal fog... Can I... Can I... I need to pause for a second and talk about the word horizontal. My computer always autocorrects horizontal to horizontal, understandably. Um, and it says horizontal is not a word. It's a word, right? Am I just dreaming it? I don't know. Let's Google it. Um. I understand what you mean by it. So therefore, it is an effective means of communication. So yeah. Yeah, Relating to the horizon, yeah. Yeah. Because so, you so, don't mean just like flat. You mean, because like if you say horizontal, the meaning yeah, that's, communicated that's just, is, just flat. is just flat. You mean horizontal, like relating directly to the horizon. Yeah. Correct. Yes. That is a word. Well, so what the hell, Google Docs? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell, indeed. I'm right. Google Docs is wrong. Oh, hi, princess. You're not supposed to call me that outside the bedroom. How about how about Baby girl, I need you to go literally anywhere else. We're on um, the same page. There's no need to sweet talk me, Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> Baby girl. Baby girl. You got What a bummer that this is happening on like the next to last episode of Ulrich's participation <laughs> within the Unknown Associates. That would have been a fun slash game. <laughs> Wait, it would have been really fun is this whole like like the, the arc where like Yessie behave or Grimton behaves toward Alric as if Alric is interested and like continuously misinterprets their <laughs> yeah. actions and is always like refusing them like no Alric this will never work and then Alric is not trying to do that at all um, what a bummer <laughs> anyway though anyway though so uh All right, at this time, uh, Stephen. Oh, I should not be talking while yeah, I'm doing while that. you're doing it because um, then it'll be in the recording. Yeah, right. <laughs> at this time, Stephen, this is where I need our like, yeah, kind of like Mad Max style. Oh, hell yeah! I'll, uh, I'll show you what I'm imagining, what I'm thinking of. I'll put it in Patreon secrets so you can continue. Great. Um, I've yet to watch Mad Max. What? You haven't seen Dude, Fury Road? Fury Road yeah, is I just such a good never movie. Got around it is a to great it. film. It's a masterpiece. I know. That is a movie that does not stop. Uh, Yessie, you got to come over and watch <laughs> yeah. it, please. Uh, and I mean, any movie that makes white boys upset is like a movie that I want to watch. And it is also really good. Um, does the figurehead breathe fire? No. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> no, of course not. That would be silly. Tell me something about the Warforged that you see. They are incredibly, as you might expect, in sync. Bye, bye, bye. One person with many hats. <laughs> you know, we all wear many uh -oh. hats during uh -oh. the day. Enough, enough hats, and it becomes scary. You know, there's a threshold. How many hats? How many hats to become scary? I don't know yet. Because if there, if it has million. to do for one person. Yeah. If one person is wearing six matters. hats, is that enough? Because if you're doing See, two hats I don't know times if... eight people versus eight hats times two people, you still get the same answer, but one is Whoa. very scary. <laughs> And um, that is my right, new favorite The orc admiral bite. is wearing all of the hats of all of his defeated foes. <laughs> Let's not do that. Great goof. <laughs> fun, fun goof. Um, I like this goof because it also implies that the only people he goes after are like hatted individuals. Like you wear a hat, you are a. Target. And it's very like, convenient <laughs> that earlier in the finale, I said Alaris lost his hat. Lost that. Hey! <laughs> Not a threat. 
Well, this guy well, has this proficiency guy has with pets. Hat proficiency, Sarah. That's why he collects them. Jeez. Hey, he, he's he's the like. Sorry, I was pouring Fourth wine cousin of of yeah. Gleb head taker. <laughs> he's Ched hat taker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got to give this admiral a name. Ched hat taker. I just did. <laughs> Chad no, Hat Taker. Not, okay, not that type of name. <laughs> but because you don't know his actual name. Thank you, Sarah. We need, we need an identifying mark in the in the vein of uh, Golden Crown or Guy with Hat. Shut up. I'm, I'm not playing this game. I, it's Fancy Hat. I'm just calling him Fancy Hat. I'm not to, we're not tolling the Admiral Fancy Hat. It's... <laughs> For an entire finale combat, I'm not telling. All right, the guy Admiral Fancy Hat. Admiral, like that's pretty scary. Fine. Yeah, he's like clearly in charge. Nobody else has a fancy hat. Fine, fine. The Admiral. (laughs) I hate this bit. (laughs) Joe, you've been with the twag, (laughs) the twags now for five, four, five years. How old this are we? This is the final episode of Advantage Podcast. I was supposed to be four arcs. It ended at two. Hey, Admiral Fancy Hat is what did it? Joe's done with our shit, finally. Took long enough. Admiral Fancy Hat, Marge the Barge, the Deathbringer. That one was Sarah's fault. <laughs> to be fair, this one was mine, so whatever. I, and, uh... I think the you almost unknown- called the Tyrant's Bane Cliff the Skiff. <laughs> don't uh, don't forget, don't forget flop houses in other places. Uh, boots and taps. Boots and taps. Brogans. Brogans Toad House. Brogans. Um, we're not good at names, Joe. You know that. God, I hate you. <laughs> I do have a question. Yes. Do we have an estimated amount of like rounds that we have to survive? Dozens. Okay. We can do it. Dozens. You just, you just gotta survive, bud. <laughs> Dozens. That is that is a number. That is a surmountable number. Yeah, I didn't say infinite. Yeah. <clears throat> now dozens. it is at yep. least 24. Yeah, <laughs> dozens implies at least 24. There we go. So let's just start counting down for 24 and then see how many rounds. Just Let's just what, always <laughs> always one more round. That's, that's how many. One more round. Just don't get hit. Yeah. Just don't get hit. Um, also, you get. chose this, so. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We chose this with the best interest of our captain in mind. No, you didn't. He chose it with the best interest of the ship in mind. I mean, you I chose v- to I've, tie. I voted for it, so. Can you give me three minutes to Absolutely. write some stuff? Yeah. Uh, can I ask yeah. you a question before you do that? Uh, Are we currently at the darkest deep, or yes, you are in the darkest deep, and we are. And once the ships get within range of us, they are also in the darkest deep. Correct. Okay, cool. Got it. Okay, that's what I need to know. Yeah, you bet. I I don't know if we're supposed to be in or out of character right now. We can be whatever we want to be right now. Yeah, that's Joe's problem later. (laughs) Do you guys want to see my cool earplugs? Yes. Look, I got. Yeah, Merlinde, let's let's see. I got these cool <laughs> earplugs that are they're the the loop ones. Uh huh. And I got them That's in rose sick. gold, and oh. they have this little thing so you can use them at like coffee shop level. Like, if you take out the little thingy and it's like this, this like lets you ignore people at the coffee shop. But mm. if you put this thingy in, then I wear them at concerts. And it's like concert level, and they look that's interesting. Cool. That's and very they were cool. like thirty bucks. Like they're not even that expensive. Like good earplugs aren't that expensive. I'm I'm gonna have to think about that because I I go through a lot of like disposable earplugs. Yeah, the orange ones. Going, going to shows, yeah. And they're fine, but I will say that the sound quality is significantly it's not good. better. Oh with yeah, nice earplugs. 
And it is. It is. And the the eargasm ones are expensive, but still not bad. Um, mm -hmm. And then these are cheaper than the eargasm ones. They're not as I like the eargasm ones better, but mm -hmm. I lose earplugs like a beep. Same. So these are like thirty bucks, and when I lose them, I am mad at myself, but not as mad at myself as I am when I lose something that costs like fifty or sixty. Oh, also. Y'all in Northwest Arkansas should go see Daikaiju, which is a ridiculous uh, surf punk band. And they set things on fire during their show, even when they're That's indoors. Cool. And they're on tour, and I saw that they were going to Fayetteville, which is hilarious. Let me see if they're going to be in Central Arkansas or where you're at. Exactly. Hey, you need to convince North by North to come to nwa yeah i mean they've been to fable before dude at some point i'm going to get my band and come up there yeah it is it is shameful that we haven't played northwest arkansas we've played jonesboro but we've not played northwest arkansas that's Ew. that's crazy well tiny towns is from jonesboro so we did a show with that we did like a hometown heroes thing where we played with lilac kings who's based out of tulsa um and tiny towns and so we just all headlined our own hometowns oh that's cute um, i love that no it was super fun it was a great time and so we played at cregan's and jonesboro and i gotta say that shit was packed like tiny towns has some serious draw but yeah i want to play fayetteville we got a we got a new ep that we're working on that's exciting. I think it's pretty good. Some of my favorite stuff we've done so far. Sweet. I'm going to go see a concert in October as well. Ooh, who are you going to see? Weird Al. Oh. Hell yes. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. Is he still doing his thing with the orchestra? Or is he like, what's he doing? No. Um, is he, is this he is still a, doing the tour of all the obscure shit? Yes, this is the second run of the incredibly self-indulgent tour. Where he go. just plays all of his B-sides that That's all the fans awesome. like. Um, I went and saw it the last time when I was still in Fayetteville, but I got tickets to go see it again. And it's going to be in Roanoke, because Roanoke actually has like concerts that come come here. Nice. Dude, Weird Al is such an incredible musician, mm -hmm. and like has had one of the least problematic careers yep. of literally anyone in existence. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, like the last time I went to see him, it was so cool, because his like just band that he travels with is so talented because they have to just be able to play everything yeah, yeah if you're gonna type of music yeah if you're so gonna like, shit post like that like you have to do it yep, well yep so like for the first 10 minutes of the concert it was just them like jamming and i'm like this is awesome <laughs> like i would just listen to these guys jam for the whole time <laughs> that's dope yep. all right i'm ready when you are all right all right <sighs> Okay. Uh, does it have to hit me? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, does 21 hit your AC? Oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't paying attention to the AC. I was like, I thought it's a choice. I'm sorry. Full weather demon here. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, Morlinde, the, the weather, weather demon. demon. That's me. In character throughout the whole advantage pair of arcs that she's been in. Can you re record your intro? Like, hi, my name is Sarah and I play Morlinde Lyclass, the, the weather, weather demon. demon. At least four inches, like huge, huge tusks. Three distinct, like, claw marks painted onto the sail. Ooh. Cool. Ah, yes. This one's sponsored by Monster Energy. <laughs> Hilarious. A black flag, green <laughs> claw marks. It's the fastest ship. Everyone on that ship is named Kyle. They're all really good at Call of Duty. They're, they're like, literally back there being like, on your right, on your right, on your right. They're one hit, they're one hit. I'm <laughs> push, down. push, push. I'm down. Push, push. Where's my support? <laughs> Stupid joke. Sorry, yes, uh, we, we definitely like beat that bit into Sorry. the ground. Like, <laughs> when facing imminent death, one must have a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah.